0: Hello everybody. Let me tell you about my friends over at Fountain FM and how they're changing the game in podcasting. This is a app that I have absolutely fallen in love with. It is not only changing the game for the listener, it's also changing the game for the creator out there. This is an app that helps you stack sats while you listen. If you're listening, you might as well earn some money at the same time and at the same time, you're helping us as creators earn sats and it doesn't stop there. Uh, You can create and share clips with this app where if there's a rant or a rip or something that you absolutely love that you want to share with other people, uh, you can clip it up, you can put it out there, and you can earn sats because people are going to watch this. This is an amazing feature that I, I love about this app. On top of that, you can show your support and interact with other people that are fans of that show maybe get some insight on maybe some other shows relations make connections and that's what this bitcoin community is all about discover new podcasts fundamental to learning in this space and there's always always something to learn and there are some great shows on top of great Features. Not only is this breaking molds when it comes to the, the, the podcasting space, but you have features such as Apple CarPlay coming, you've got notifications, filter tags, you've got live coming, you've got chapters and clip playlists and autoplay in terms of queue. What more could you ask for? I know it's it's a lot, but it gets even better because they have great names out there in the Bitcoin network and every other one that pulls from every other podcatcher out there. So if it's not one of these that you see, if it's not Bitcoin related, and you still want to listen, you can still do that. You can still find your great podcast on here. It is a wealth of knowledge. I hope you will take advantage of this amazing app. Start sacking sats now. Check out my buddies out at Fountain FM and listen and earn at the same time.
1: cure real fast,
0: because there are some things that are worth dying for, ladies and gents. You radical. The system and everything that it touches, it corrupts and it is rot. We are not here to give the establishment just to run for their money. We are here to change the course of history. In the wars, in the Fed, in the Empire. A free people who can contract together without government regulation has been proven to lift the human condition. And we can see it plain as day if we just take off these ridiculous tribal banners. The government doesn't give a damn about people dying. Unconstitutional for the American people to be saddled with that kind of debt by gunpoint, to have this wasted on bureaucracy. I'm not finishing right my thank you. Reason, my mission bring people together while preserving the freedom of every individual, regardless of skin color, age, faith, gender, love, and every other nuance which makes us unique. I was informed that their main interest was liberty, and in this cause, I am doing my very best. what's happening ladies and gents my name is shane hazel i am your host thank you guys for being here Uh been struggling to get a show out this week so much going on and there's so much going on in in the news cycle it seems like there's just i don't know things going absolutely awry crumbling before our faces and i this is just going to be the way it is for a while people as, as this empire becomes more unglued and more unglued and more unglued um, you know, there's not enough money. There is one of those things that is going to happen is when people are, uh, wronged by these terrible people in these terrible places, you're going to see more and more stuff unfold. Uh, a lot of times it is going to be damning for them. Um, and I think sometimes you, what you have to watch out for is some of the other things that are they're going to distract you with right there's a lot of distraction going on right now and I think um one of the biggest distractions that I kind of wanted people to see uh that I you know kind of been watching loosely in the background is been this whole I don't know charade with Trump uh, I honestly I think this is a distraction um and I think it's wrong I think it is one of the uh the biggest pieces of news yet also Maybe one of the most contrived pieces of news in in a long time. And, and I say that because there is nothing, I think, nothing that the mainstream legacy media needs than Donald Trump. They literally, they need Donald Trump when he was not the president and or is not the president. Obviously, they they've struggled. You know what they exist to do is trash somebody and they need a good character to trash and they need um you know people that are stupid enough to buy into the entire narrative that you know somehow they are different sides and if maybe maybe you're new to the show um i I think you know this is hard for people to let go of politicians which i think is weird to begin with um when i think when i started voting for somebody else and then it was just like oh maybe you know, voting doesn't do anything to, at all anyway, because it's all rigged. Uh, when I stopped, you know, having to defend the main two presidential candidates, I think that was one of the first steps into that road where I was just like, guys, you don't have to do this. You don't have to vote for either one of these sons of bitches. Uh, and at the end of the day, if you're not voting for them, you're not giving them their name, then you are, you're much more free to criticize somebody that you're not lending your name to. Does that make sense? And and I want to remind people, um, you know, Trump is, you know, is he anti war? Yes, uh, to a large degree, he did a lot in terms of not creating any new conflicts, but that's not that's that's a that's a low bar. Uh and I think what I want to share with you guys is back in twenty twenty when Trump decided that it was o- operation um operation warp speed, guys too many people have kind of got to the point where, um, they've, I don't know, added a little too much bravado to this guy. They, 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 they forget about, you know, what he's doing and what he has done. He's not, you know, he's not a savior. And, and I, I get to, you know, this with people is look, if you're looking for saviors, don't stop, you know, kill your heroes like this, this whole thing. Um, you know, with Donald Trump being back and he's got, you know, he's, I mean, literally he's, I think he's pulling over 60%. There are a lot of people that are really pulling for Donald Trump more than ever. And to see how they're using him and how they're, you know, taking the media and they're trying to drum up all sorts of outrageous, you know, outrageous scandal, this is a man that has billions of dollars who has talked about taking people's guns violating the fourth amendment uh that literally went forth with operation warp speed that literally killed millions of people he, he pointed Fauci and he never got rid of Fauci think about that like for all the quote unquote missteps and all the bullshit that people give him excuses for like i'm more and more convinced that this is a play he's an actor and he's he's playing a part and it's all being brought to you by the same people that brought you the whole russia collusion they brought you covid they brought you mass they brought you vaccines they brought you lockdowns these are the people That are bringing you all of this and he's part of it so listen so much success and we love being here and we're here actually today to discuss the exciting progress that we've achieved under the operation warp speed our historic initiative to develop test manufacture and deliver a vaccine in record time and that's what it is in record time likewise therapeutically we are can we can we just pause it right here the fact that he's bragging about bringing a a new vaccine remember in 2020 like people thought oh yeah this is a new vaccine no like it's been debunked since then that they've been working on this since the early 2000s that's that's incredible that a president of the United States is going to willingly go out here and say some dumb shit like, Oh yeah, you know what? They told me that this is going to happen overnight and it's coming from the FDA and the the scientists and all that, that I trust, you know, and Dr. Fauci was one of them. Like this, this is not a mistake. This is not a happenstance. This is deliberate operation warp speed. What they were trying to do was get a drug, And if he thought it was new and it hadn't gone through all the the years and years and years of testing, you know, is he, is he just an idiot? Is he, does he not understand how long and arduous the process of clinical testing is? Did he ever ask the question, can I see the numbers from your testing? Can I see what happened from your testing? These are all questions that mainstream doesn't give a shit about. That should raise every red flag you possibly need with Donald Trump. I don't know if I need to go on. Like this guy literally was the commander in chief under operation warp speed brought a, you know, brought about the, the pharmaceutical company's greatest profits, probably in history while killing millions and millions and millions of people. And somehow he's a front runner in the Republican party. let you know how far it's gone. So I understand what the optics are. And I think there are people out there that are very interesting in the space. Tulsi Gabbard being one of them. Um, I'm going to play her reaction to this because I think this is a honest reaction. And, you know, listen, I don't know Tulsi. I have no idea. I don't agree with her on a lot of things. But I I see this and I go, yeah, this is this is very interesting, even if it's a play to enact some sort of reaction from us. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think they want a reaction from America. They want to, they want somebody to get violent. And if they were honest, this is what it looks like.
1: Now, President Biden likes to talk to us about how he is a champion for democracy, both here in the United States and around the world. But when you look at his actions, it tells a very different story. Obviously, his administration's indictment of his primary political opponent and President Trump and their ongoing efforts to target political opponents and limit free speech, these actions remind us of the things that we see more of in authoritarian regimes in other parts of the world, where it's almost commonplace to wield the power of the state to silence or eliminate opposition. Now we know that the heart of a functioning justice system is that if a law is going to be enforced, it needs to be enforced equally across the board. That's not what we're seeing here. So my question for Biden supporters and the the TV talking heads and pundits who are celebrating this indictment of President Trump saying, hey, no one is above the law. My question for them is where were you When James Comey decided not to charge Hillary Clinton with any crimes, even after speaking at great length about her many offenses, mishandling high-level national security documents. Where were your calls for accountability when President Biden himself was found to be holding classified documents in his own home and in other locations? Where were you when... James Clapper and John Brennan lied under oath to the United States Congress. And what about the accountability for the 51 senior former intelligence officials who intentionally made this baseless public statement at the behest of the Biden campaign with the specific intent of withholding information, the content of Hunter Biden's laptop from voters, labeling it as Russian disinformation. How many times have we heard that before? Because they did not want us to be influenced by what was there and potentially have that impact the way that we voted in that election. And what about accountability for the FBI, those in the FBI who knowingly spread the Russia collusion hoax to try to undermine President Trump It is heartbreaking to stand here with you today, knowing that these are just a few of the examples. This is not a complete list, but it's evidence of the arrogance and blatant disregard for the American people, the rule of law and our democracy that those in power have. This is why these things that I'm talking about, this should not just be of concern to Republicans. This is something that should be of concern to every American who values the rule of law, who understands that it's essential for our democracy.
0: All right, I'm going to stop the old uh, Tulsi there. This, if if you're looking at this from a a perspective of like Democrat and Republican, I, I think... I think these narratives are just about over. Um, I, I, I see this changing right before our eyes. And and it was really cool to see, uh, you know, RFK on Joe Rogan yesterday, uh, the fact that they are going into these realms and saying what they can't say on, on CNN. And Kennedy said specifically, I think he was on uh, with Dr. Jordan Peterson, the other day that he is literally targeting and will this election the 2024 election will be won with podcast, not um not these these ridiculous networks that that do go out there and they censor they do bring on disgraced people like clapper and brennan i mean literally disgraced people the other 51 senior cia you know uh high level executives are you kidding like all of these people that they paid no attention to, don't give a shit about, we have, you know, rock hard, (laughs) rock hard evidence. Um, We have evidence that, you know, says all of this now, and nothing is happening except for the sideshow that is Trump getting arrested. You know, this, this is a, this is a picture. And I think, you know, I'll probably, you know, put this prediction out there. I think You know, Tulsi is probably going to end up being RFK's vice president, and you know, I would be, I would be. Here is the thing: is I won't be shocked if they don't win. I will, I will be very curious as to what the reaction is from Democrats when those two aren't given a spot to debate against Biden and Harris, because oh my God, can you? I mean, we saw round one, two and three where Tulsi absolutely kicked the shit out of Kamala. And if you've watched anything with RFK, he's going to destroy Biden. That's why they they are like, hey, we're not doing a debate like this isn't going to happen. Uh, they're 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 absolutely scared to death. The idea that they're, you know, scared to death of Trump. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't think they really are scared to death of Trump because if you look at what happened during his first 4 years Trump didn't do shit he didn't lock up Hillary uh he launched operation warp speed they spent more money than they have ever spent you know they, they they just didn't get into any new wars uh i mean it, it, to 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 look at this any other way as you know there's there's this deep dark mystery or conspiracy you know, these are just people with interest right and and they are they are doing anything that they can to move the u.s population towards more chaos so that's when you see this and you see it from a a, a bigger picture when you zoom out and you're like it's chaos this is chaos and this is what you know the fifth generation psyops the dod military industrial complex this is what they do and this you know there's i mean minus some other really nefarious things, like some things that are getting out about what's been going on in Antarctica from a former m i c employee that is blowing a whistle on direct energy weapons and a weapon that can which he claims can uh cause earthquakes in uh, i mean an earthquake weapon it's it sounds to me <laughs> way worse and this is the distraction of what's going on and and it's as people are not getting paid as people are seeing how evil it is there are limits that people are going to stop at that's really exciting um i let me see i wanted i wanted to touch quickly on what trump is actually being charged with he's being charged with the espionage act and you know trying to figure out and find out exactly what the espionage act is what the what the offense in the espionage is like specifically what this is wasn't you know not the easiest thing in the world and once you go through it you're like this doesn't make any fucking sense this this is going to play well to the people that don't actually look into it but once you dive into it just uh, even a, a little bit you're like this doesn't make sense so the, uh, let's see, the Espionage Act, right, was an, an act to punish the acts of interference with uh, foreign la- relations and foreign commerce of the United States to punish espionage and better to enforce the criminal laws of the United States and for other purposes. So this is quote unquote, you know, the, the actual act itself. You, in, in these acts, you have, you have to have what's called the punishable offense. And from what I understand and, you know, what I would have seen is Trump took his, you know, a a lot of documentation, not to mention some other things, not new in in presidential history. Right. Like there are records in, you know, that's that's why presidents have libraries because they keep records of everything that they ever did. So if. Trump is citing that he did the same thing as everybody else. Then you've got to ask, OK, well, what what is the actual law? So he gets he's he's talking about the Presidential Records Act uh, simplified. It is uh, the uh, PRA changed the legal ownership of official records of the president from private to public and established a new statutory structure under which presidents and subsequently NARA must manage the records of their administration. So basically, there is guidance from top secret intelligence organizations, NARA, uh, that will advise a president on what he can and cannot release in terms of his official public library. So if we go back and we look at what the crime entails for the Espionage Act. It is, there was a willful communication transfer or receipt of information, willful. I would be hard pressed and am hard pressed to find exactly what communication was made. There, I, I, I've, I've not seen any listing of a willful communication between Trump, and anybody else a willful transfer between trump and anyone else or a receipt of that information from anybody else willful means you have to go out of your way to do something this doesn't look willful here if if and what they're saying is is you know trump is charged with this um you know this this crime because he has documentation in his home that doesn't have public access and so is the man maybe not as careful with information as he might be yeah but that's a different standard that's a different standard than he is willfully transmitting it to other people there is willful communication leaves no room for negligence negligence is one of those things where you're like oh yeah he was just negligent this is willful and i think it's more bullshit. i think it's one of those things where you know you you, you dig just a little bit and you're like yeah this seems like a a a bullshit act so i think that's probably where i'm going to leave the the donald trump uh story i think it's you know he is who he is he's you know he's donald trump for god's sakes so with that being said i was out and i gotta tell you um i've i've been riding a cloud since coming back from the bitcoin conference the amount of people that i've met the amount of interaction the amount of buzz that's coming in the you know the the potential sponsors and and things like that that's you know ahead of the show right now because of bitcoin is really something exciting and it's something that i'm i'm working extremely hard behind the scenes and i see a, i see a ton of hope i went down um the other night and i got to speak to a group uh and you know really good sized group packed house not a not an empty chair about bitcoin and for me it was fantastic and i will tell you you know like as bitcoin continues to destroy this current system and you're starting to see people wake up i was i was evidenced of that today by somebody who ha- I have had, you know, critical run-ins in the past. His name uh, is um, still gray on uh, on Twitter. You might know him as Ian Miles Chong. He he, he's not a dumb guy, but he did put out a tweet um, as of, I don't know, let's see, a few hours ago maybe. Um, it's got 190,000 views and it's got a few likes on here. But I, I want to show you guys what this is and why I'm kind of, I want to take, I don't want to say take issue, but I, I, I definitely want to talk about this from a couple of perspectives, um, the Bitcoin perspective and the, the father perspective as we're going into Father's Day weekend. He says, the hardest pill to swallow, you have no power, no control over your destiny, no agency, unelected bureaucrats control your fate. You don't know them, you, never, you, you, you will never know them or know what it's like to be at their level. You are a slave, and there is nothing you can do about it. E, man, Ian, brother. Walk back a little bit, man. Um, and, you know, if you need some help, reach out. There, there's a lot you can do about it. Uh, first and foremost, you can adopt Bitcoin. Uh, I got to speak to, I mean, really, a room full of people that were probably Gen Xers and above. There was a couple younger guys in there than me. But very few and um you know i think probably the, the majority of the room was boomers and i don't know maybe maybe slightly even older than that um but we got to talk about bitcoin and bitcoin only and not shit coins and to teach the difference between those things the other night and man i got to tell you the, the response was absolutely overwhelming um, as you guys know, I've also started uh, the Bitcoin Maximalist. It's a concierge and advisory group. So you know this this all plays together. It is like, all right, you know, how can I add value to, um, you know, what I I honestly and passionately believe in, and it's it's this. It's it's through Bitcoin. It's it's really nice to be able to go into a place and not talk about politics in general in terms of like talking left, right, center, libertarian, like any of it. It's just like, hey, let's get down to brass tacks, guys. Like, what's really going on, um and and, and tell them and talk to them about everything in the frame of Bitcoin. You know, and one of the questions I asked them I was like, are you guys like, are you sick to death of politics? Are you tired of this bullshit? Are you tired of you know all the psychological operations? Are you are you are you ready for some hope, basically? And man, you you saw this like demeanor change in the group and i told them i said you know listen you know i'm gonna be like your really good friend you know the, the friend that's gonna tell you some stuff that maybe you don't want to hear and keep that in mind Is like those are the best friends you could possibly have is the people that are going to tell you the truth that you maybe don't want to hear maybe you're not ready or you know and then at the same time are going to help lift you out of sometimes a crashing paradigm a, a paradigm that's lasted 60 70 fucking years sometime like that's a that's a lot so you know to to have ian talk about you can't do anything and your your fate is you know going to, to be decided by unelected bureaucrats i just man i don't I don't believe it I don't practice it I hate that Ian feels that way and I gotta tell you you know it's it's cool to see who's like coming up underneath it because I mean Ian's got a a ton of followers Zuby who's also got a ton of followers he came in and he said man I strongly disagree this is victim plus doomer mentality it's the worst of both worlds it's also just false I we are getting to the point where you're really seeing the fighters emerge, like the people that will not bend the knee. Um, and man, you know, it's happening outside of mainstream. That is, It is beautiful to see this shift that is getting faster and faster and more powerful outside of mainstream in this very decentralized way. Like as, you know, Bitcoin is the money Podcasts are to, you know, the, the media network, which is which is huge for us. To for those guys to have lost their grip on the biggest shows, whether they're, they're entertainment or education or a, a mix of both, because they're long term adults sitting down and hashing out, you know, ideas together and a lot of times contradicting the narrative, standing in, in face of it. This narrative that, you know, all is lost and where there's no, no, man, hey, look. I got something for you over here. It's going to take some effort to learn it, but it's it's one of those things that we're talking about, you know, species changing technology, cultural changing technology, societal upheaval in the most peaceful way possible. So I don't know. I, I'm i I'm super excited to see something like this. Because I, I mean, like I said, I, I've been riding on a cloud since coming back from, uh, from the Bitcoin conference. And with all of this excitement and seeing what is possible a lot of where i come from as a i don't know like i I, a person that tries to be still and be present and be conscious it is an exciting thing to really start to develop this in my own mind in my own um you know well-being to the point where i really really am starting to do some what I feel like in in my own um, soul are some next level achievements. And so I just want to like, give you guys an idea, like if you're struggling out there, let me let me tell you about some of the things that I'm doing, because I know times are crazy times are nuts. And I you know, you don't criticize somebody without helping them first and foremost understand. So first, maybe go learn some Bitcoin. Secondly, man, as a as a guy that's been recovering for you know the better part of a year from uh some back surgeries that went wrong and a you know a spinal infection that almost fucking killed me like this is this is you know my new reality is like hey you're not going to be as fast or as strong as you you know as you once were probably ever again You, you better work like hell to try to get back to where You can. And for me, a lot of that's been like, hey, what can you put into your routine that is habit forming that is going to give you a a better a better enjoyment of life? And so as for for what I can do in terms of staying in good health is I can go out and I can I can hike and I can tell you, you know, it's one of the things that i looked at it as like oh you know what i gotta i gotta go do this to keep care of the, the, the meat sack and as i've been evolving in this consciousness this walk has been one of those things where you get up in the morning uh especially when it's hot and that's the first thing you go do you take the dogs and you get out and you know for for me you know i can do that a lot down here um, or if I have to do it in the middle of the day because it's too damn cold in the beginning of the day during the you know the the really crappy parts of winter, then I still get out and I still do it. And there's something to being present. You know, there's a lot of times I'll walk and I will listen and I will learn. And you know, it's 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 an amazing thing to be able to do that with the tech that we have. But there's also those times where you wake up and you just go for a walk. And I mean, I'm going to tell you guys, um, I'm not beholden to anybody right now and I will tell you you know if if you need to clear your head you need to reconnect you need to work through some inner things um I, I will tell you if you've got you know not a ton of responsibility if you're new to this kind of thing or if you're looking to kind of like up the way you do this space like a a little bit of plant medicine just a little bit and I don't care if it's um mushrooms and i don't care if it's cannabis but whatever and then you go for a walk and you take the earbuds out you leave the technology go for a walk in a natural place and that's what i get to do as i, I get to go out i get to walk in a natural place early in the morning the the colors are changing the birds are waking up they're singing they're i mean i've got deer they it's incredible to be able to to go out into an environment where you live and appreciate it and i i wonder you know and i i think a lot a lot of people would do a lot of good for themselves their mental health especially if they just unplugged a bit more you go out and connect to what is really important in your area feel it and understand what's going on you know and th- that's a beautiful thing for me is like once you sit in nature for a while and you start to be you start to understand what's going on around you and how things are reacting and the language between you know the you know the birds and the 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 deer that will tell you things the the, the birds that will tell you things um and to feel that vibration where you're not only present but you're understanding why things are going on around you especially naturally it it does something for the psyche that i just can't tell you it's an experience and i think as you go through this experience you know a day with this type of understanding and you start to incorporate this now you've 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 absolutely flooded your brain you've worked out you know maybe some some things that have been haunting you a little bit some you know if if you're looking too far ahead or you're dwelling on the past and you can get really present you know you can you can work on all right what do i have to do right now do i do i need to create some things do i need to build some things do i need to lift some people up um instead of just consuming what's you know coming to you And I find more and more and more that the creation side, you know, and and whatever I'm doing has just gotten to the point where when I do it and I'm doing it for myself and my family and I have found, you know, my, my passion and my, everything that I love about life is just right there. And it's now a daily practice that I need to go grind at it's man, that is the best feeling in the world and i think when you add to that the passion that is is bitcoin and that's you know what i'm doing these days i see this as something that anybody can do i mean seriously if if i can do this and i can figure this this out and get to that point where you know once you know we have a little bit of a bull run man you will have your life changed and i i don't think people really really understand A a bull run, maybe two bull runs, three bull runs from now, your life is completely different, completely different. And it's happened to a number of guys and girls who found Bitcoin a lot earlier than I did. Like They are changing the world in a really good way. And so if you want to go and you want to interact in that and you want to show that you can show up and you can work and and bust your ass and help people uh, and care for people. The the world's your oyster. Absolutely hundred percent. There is not only hope, but there is this joy that comes along with what life is. And it's not dark and it's not fateful and it's not any of those things. If you take the right steps, the right precautions, all that. And that's really kind of what I wanted to to get to this as as a dad. Especially like if you're talking to your kids, like this is a great lesson. This is an easy thing to do with them and take them on walks with you. Maybe, you know, don't go smoke. I'm like, <laughs> I have some, you know, I, I take long walks through mountains and, you know, sometimes that's not great for smaller kids, but I will tell you, you know, if they can do it and it does push them a little bit, you know, find, find that hike that will push them a little bit encourage him through it talk to him about this kind of stuff on the way and i gotta tell you you know this is what breeds different kinds of culture this is what brings it that next generation and goes yeah man let's let's do it the way dad did or let's do the way granddad did it you know like let's let's get after it and create and build our way out of you know these chaos agents which seem to be just flailing right now that's a great sign um absolutely huge sign for the rest of us that things are changing and i think things are changing well and that's the thing is i look under here i look under this comment from um ian and i've got a ton of people like Zuby, uh michael saylor he said michael saylor says you can bitcoin uh ronan says take the black pill then take the orange pill." Winston, man, hey, brother, if you see this, uh, Winston was on the range with me down there with Swan. He says, uh, if you don't want to take, um, uh, this is, I think a guy actually got cut off, but he's talking about taking different pills. You've got a whole bunch of Bitcoiners under here. You know, DJ says, this fixes it. Another guy says, become ungovernable. Like, this is this is great. You've got people that are saying, hey, man, history is filled with brutal struggles. This, yes. Brutal and we are not we're not in the brutal struggle here in America yet. And hopefully it doesn't get become brutal. But this this is super this is super cool to see that a lot of the people who are coming in here and talking about hope are Bitcoiners, fix the money, fix the world, opt out, use Bitcoin, speak for yourself, man. Like this is this is it. I. I love seeing this kind of response because it's hey it's it's going to lift them up it's going to be like man who are these guys who are these guys that are coming in here telling me to lift my head up pick myself up go learn bitcoin there's hope there is so much for us to do um for me I got kids who are out working and I'm going to bring you guys kids I, I'll, I'll mention this before I get off so my daughter she started a company called the bead and she has been out for months now just selling bracelets and rings that she's making um she's going to have a lightning wallet pretty soon and she does things you know for um you know a lot for moms grandmas girls daughters all whatever right and I think it's I think it's great, you know, for an eight-year-old who's got her own company, who's taking, you know, the initiative to not only get out there and sell what she has made, but she's taking, you know, all the time in the world to make hundreds and hundreds of bracelets. It's really fascinating. She inspired her older brothers. Um, so Jackson and Henry, her older brothers, they have now opened their own business. And first it was Jackson. He created a salt scrub and he calls it grit with two R's um after you know being in jujitsu, right so they they have a jiu-jitsu page it's called grit bjj um i think it's underscore uh grit underscore bjj and when um we started talking about it i was like why not just kind of build your story man and he's like yeah right on and i gotta tell you like i use the stuff especially after i shaved my head and like a salt scrub on my head I had never done anything like this before it literally has healing properties and so you know I had like a little spot over here um and a lot of times you know you get you get a dry scalp if you shave your your head a lot and I know there's plenty of you guys out there that do it like this is one of those things um that takes that off and then as he was selling this his brother got like hey uh, I want to sell sugar scrubs so he started with sugar and so now They've got the competing business of salt and sugar scrubs where they stand beside each other and one sells the one and one sells the other. Um, and they've got direct competition and they've learned some market and they've you know gone into business together now to, to kind of uh, cover profits and losses and all that fun stuff. So to see these guys all out together doing what they're doing as a father and seeing you know how Bitcoin is going to come and help them as well. You know, to be able to take lightning, to be able to introduce Bitcoin to customers, to sit there and say, "Hey, yeah, uh, you know what? Let me show you how to open up a hot wallet." this is this is what excites me. Like there is another generation that's already working in Bitcoin from the very beginning, and you want to talk about being an absolutely proud father, like super duper proud um of my kids and I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you to my dad and my mom especially both of them um but you know as, as fathers day you know like my dad is was a street kid from flint that didn't have you know the youngest of five kids worked his ass off uh, to put you know put us through school and all that kind of stuff not college uh, but you know to to get us through the right way and he was hard as nails and you know I got to say you know to to have a dad that loves you enough to be a hard ass with you without you know going over the line um and giving you enough freedom to do what you need to do and maybe screw up small here and there um was a was a great benefit to me so you guys fathers 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 100 percent, do whatever you can to be in your kid's life they need you um you know if you got time to to help out other fathers figure the shit out this is this is what i think this is the way and you know to to have bitcoin be a big part of this positive father movement uh, where you know the the family is becoming first again and i it just I, I don't see anything but hope i see these losers trying to do their loser stuff still in a changing paradigm. And I think a lot of what they're going to do is trend out. I really do. I think there's a lot of what they're going to do is trend out because this next generation that's coming up, the zoomers as fast as they fucking are. And the, 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 generation that's going to follow that shortly, they, they are, they're just absolutely going to do orders of magnitude more work than we ever did while creating a better society and that's fueled by hope and opportunity and not by fear tactics and fear porn and politics and all that other bullshit it is just good old human interaction uh that is built on a a a system that rewards consent I mean and peace for that matter man really cool place to be really cool time to be in it with just amazing people and I invite all of you if you're learning to keep learning just keep going um it'll change your life it'll and you know if I can help you do that I am absolutely pleased to do so like I said um lightning is coming to this channel you can support all of this through you know the different apps that are out there especially Fountain um for listening and, and interaction and all that fun stuff so Um, until next time, I hope you guys have a great father's day weekend. Kiss your moms too. And until next time, I love you. I need you. Peace. Um,
1: don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.